we've had long discussion, well, pretty short discussions about this, but multiple discussions, enough to make up one long discussion, but that it's just the same short discussion over and over again. So it's all back to back, like the supercut of this discussion is pretty much garbage, but it could be done if we just would record everything that we ever say to each other. Well, we're getting there. What? It's Encyclopedia Brunch. How you guys doing? Oh my goodness. <laughs> my name is Tim Dobbs. With me as ever through the internet, it's Catherine Kogart. Hey, it's good to be here. Hey, it's good to have you here. I can't believe after all this time. What? After all these years. Still crazy after all these podcasts. Ha! <laughs> ha! Huh. Huh. Oh, thanks. Uh, and the crazy topic <laughs> for this podcast is ginger ale. The fizzy drink that uh, it's like it's like a weak cola. It's like if you're too much of a wimp to have cola, they're like, well, I guess I'll ginger ale. <laughs> oh, it is. It is. It is soda for nerds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Aww. absolutely. Aww. Aww, bet, poor ginger ale. I bet McFly drinks it. Like Marty McFly? Oh, no, his dad. His dad. Right. Yeah. McFly. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. I love that movie. <sighs> That movie's really valuable. Your love is noted. Um, <laughs> oh, it's going to be in my house someday. <laughs> She'll go first and then I'll be like, your love is noted. Moving on. Continue. Oh, boy. Sounds like a lifetime of happiness is right ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Just waiting. Yep. Just just waiting for you to note it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not real unless I've noted it. <laughs> so, ginger ale. Uh, do you know what's in ginger ale? Uh, ginger ale, uh-huh. sugar, uh-huh. Uh, artificial flavoring, sure, um, and carbon dioxide, uh, and water, and some water. Pretty close. Um, I looked up a recipe for like how to make it at home. I think they probably use, I, I, you know, in like commercial production, they've got to use just a, lot, a bunch of extracts, right, including ginger extract. But uh, by by mass, I'm sure the the vast domination of the ingredients is water sugar carbon dioxide Um, yeah no i believe it's i mean i think they use like natural flavorings mm -hmm. or like natural but it's it's really not there's no i don't think there's any promise of real ginger what is extra ginger (laughs) extract what is natural it's a great question yeah there you go for the ages um so what's is that the truly for us to decide? No, it's not. I don't think so. I think... Uh, Listen, I think we're really overloading the ages. I think the ages are feeling a little stressed out yeah. and the ages need some time to themselves. And the ages shouldn't have like taken so much responsibility if the ages couldn't handle it. They took I them. don't know. I think that we put a lot of pressure on the ages to be more than they are. Maybe they peaked just early. just some ages. They peaked early with the pyramids. <laughs> they did peak early. They literally peaked early right. with pyramids. A four-sided peaked early. <laughs> yeah maybe it's time maybe it's time we just solve everything how about that we'll do it instead or maybe even a little bit earlier with like just the formation of mount everest and the tectonic plates oh, yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. boy the ages have really done a lot for us we should be more grateful uh, this is what i've been saying just let them go to let them have some time to themselves 
So what do we do? Let them have some ages of their own. <laughs> Wait, hang on. How do, how do we give the ages time for themselves? Do we just stop time for ourselves? or <laughs> Is there some kind of cube we go into? Uh, yeah, no, I'd be interested. Are you interested? <laughs> yeah, I'd be interested in a time stop cube. Yeah. Cool. Let's get a couple yeah, of those. Yeah, no, I'd stop the world and melt with you. Oh, that's sweet. I don't know. Is that song sweet or is it not? I, I don't know. There's nothing I don't know. I, do. I think it reminds me of a cheese commercial. Mm. God, capitalism is so strong. I think so it was strong. on a cheese commercial. Yeah. It's it's very distracting. <laughs> capitalism? <laughs> capitalism, colon. It's distracting. The ultimate distraction. Hey, 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 look over <laughs> here. Hey. Hey, kiddo. Uh, that's all right. My, uh, Usually a kiddo. I think there was a, was it unbecheesable or something? They did. They did. It was a. Un- there was, was another cheese song. Oh, like unbelievable. Yeah, okay. it did that. It's You're un cheesable. Okay. Yep. Capitalism. The Doom to Fail wow. podcast. Salute to capitalism. Really, cheese taking all the best rock songs or '80s new wave songs. <laughs> oh, cheese! What are you doing? Ah, uh, so. cheese. Were you to make uh, ginger ale at home, though, you probably wouldn't use uh, extracts, right? So um, here's the in- uh, not ingredients. Would uh, you recipe. though? Like, because like, what are you going to add to make it taste like ginger ale? Ginger, ginger ale packet. Here's what you do, right? <laughs> okay, tell get... me what do you do, Tim? So Tim, this, what do you do? This says organic lemons because it's very DIY. Um, but so you get some lemons, you get some chopped ginger. Uh, Presumably, you chop your own ginger. I don't know. I don't know what level of preparedness they expect me to have on my own, and whether I, I don't know. Um, this this could just be a, this could be a much more specific SOP. Do you grate it? Hey, mm-hmm. hey, question. Go ahead. Are you annoyed with ginger when you grate it because it gets all fibrous? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the worst. Oh, I'm so ginger man, I don't know about it. Like it's tasty and it's you know supposedly pretty healthy. Um, yeah. But man, I don't know. It's a challenging uh, route between it's hard to so i usually i will before grating i will uh uh skin it right you know i get a little like potato peeler yeah. kind of thing but that's hard too because sure, yeah. it's, it's got all kinds of like bumps and tongs and yeah i'm measles. always afraid i'm gonna cut myself when i'm skinning mm-hmm. ginger yeah you could skin yourself wow <laughs> <laughs> then you're the potato <laughs> Look in the mirror, and I think you'll find that you're the potato, dun, sir. Dun, dun. You even have eyes. Oh, um, it's terrible, <laughs> oh, no. Mr. Potato Head. Oh, poor guy. Um, yeah, and then yeah, just grating it. It's always you. You can only grate so long, and then the fibers get too long, and you're like, all right, time to like change tax. I gotta... chop and then start over. I guess. Yeah. And then, I don't know. Just... Have you tried the thing where you have like um. Like a like a ceramic bowl, and then you put foil over it, and it, there's just like little bumps in the bottom of this like ceramic dish, and you just move. Have you tried that kind of grater? I have no idea what you're talking about. This sounds made up. No, it's foil, a real thing. Ceramic there's, dish um, bumps. It's, it's like some it's kind a, of. Cer- it'll be in the show notes. It's so it's a ceramic dish, and it has like little like little tiny hills in it, mm-hmm. like ceramic hills, sure. and then you're supposed to put. Um, aluminum foil on it just so you don't have to wash it every 10 seconds and then you just move the ginger around on it huh back and forth and so then it grates into the tin foil and then you just move the tin foil or 
into your pot and then you can just brush it off or whatever. Oh, I'm intrigued. Sure. Yeah. This could change my life, maybe. Maybe I'll just eat more ginger. Do you avoid eating ginger because it's difficult? No, but I do. Well, yeah, I guess. Uh, you know, I like it a lot, but like, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes it's a lot of work. I used to, um, I used to always have ginger and like cloves of garlic on hand for like a stir fry or something. And finally, sure, I, yeah. I just cracked on the garlic and was like, screw it. And I, I just buy a big jar of pre-minced garlic now and it's changed my life. Oh, no, gross. come on. No, it's better. Trust me. The work is not no, worth not. it. No, it's not. Trust me. Mm, it sounds like we're a real, mm-hmm. we're at a real trust impasse here because I got to tell you, <laughs> it's not that much better. Like, yeah, roasted garlic or something, sure. Like, yeah, you put the work yeah. in, get something fresh. But, like, if you're just like, you know, hey, I just got to add a little flavor to my stir fry or something, just like... What's what's the deal? What are you... What What's your problem with garlic? It's man, that hard. it is a freaking hassle. Are you kidding me? You know, garlic oh my is God. a crazy what's, hassle. Okay, I have, some, I have some garlic hacks for you. Okay. So, what, what are your biggest garlic problems? Um, let's see. So, getting the skin off, unpleasant, difficult. It always kind of half Have you tried cracking it? Under the knife? Knife, of course. I'm not an animal. Okay. Well, you're doing it wrong if it doesn't come off easily. <laughs> How easily, though? Like, why am I putting any time into this at all? I could just get a spoonful from a jar. Because it tastes so gross. It does not. It's so gross. It tastes so bad. <laughs> I didn't realize you were such a garlic connoisseur. I didn't realize that you were such a, a garlic heathen. <laughs> I didn't realize garlic was a religion now. <laughs> I me mean, neither. Apparently. But I guess we've, we're all we're all learning things about ourselves. Yeah, congratulations for your appointment as Pope to the Garlic Church. Congratulations for your appointment as garlic sucking at. So, is that like a position you appoint? <laughs> I, I don't know why I think this is always a funny thing. That I said. Hey, can you say that last line again? <sighs> No, it wasn't good. Sorry. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> um, so let's say you were not making garlic ale, but you were making ginger ale, and you somehow, through trial, found a way to chop it. Um, basically, you would put lemons, ginger, and cane sugar into some water and boil it, and then uh, that's kind of it. And then after 15 minutes, you would strain out the solids, and then you would boil off uh, more water until it became almost a syrup, and then you cool it down, and then you just mix that syrup in with fizzy water, and now you have ginger ale. I suspect that this ginger ale tastes, tastes nothing like Canada Dry. What do you think? Um, I think it probably tastes a little Couldn't like Canada better. Dry. Yeah, probably could. It tastes better. Yeah. Um, sounds well, great. I would guess. So uh, maybe we can get into that a little bit when we come back in just a moment. And we can talk about the great dominator of the ginger ale psyche, Canada Dry, in just a moment (laughs) on Encyclopedia Brunch. My 
And we're back on Encyclopedia Brunch, talking about ginger ale, Canada's national drink, maybe. So, yeah, as near as I can tell... All right, so the history of the drink that is ginger ale is that it was apparently invented uh, by an American apothecary and surgeon, because this goes back to uh, our discussion in the Moxie episode, when soft drinks were medicine for some reason, because we just didn't have medicine. Um, It was just like, well, I'm just going to mix stuff and eh, it'll work out. Um, So this guy, uh, this American in Belfast, Ireland, uh, I guess just like made a thing, like the same way anyone at that time made a... various sort of flavorful yeah. soft drinks or just throw some opium in there why not mm-hmm. <laughs> gotta make you feel better right yeah i feel like uh, i feel like pharmacists or apothecary people uh ran their shops a lot like how i cook just kind of like oh, this seems good <laughs> pop some of this in there it's probably fine yeah okay <laughs> which strongly... this is fine for cooking but yeah it's a little different i i really strongly dislike the idea but it seems to have borne out during history is that medicine is strongly a trend-based uh field of discipline like maybe less so Mm. right now but uh maybe it's just been institutionalized and now the trends come through journals instead of you know through well i don't know i guess we'll just make fizzy drinks right now sure yeah that's how you're gonna know right you're just gonna you're just gonna ask your buddy be like how did you fix that and be like oh i gave him four glasses of wine he seemed fine the next day and he's like wine it's a medicine uh, mm. yeah, I think most industries are trend based, though, right? What's what's like, another? I think we're all just far too susceptible to trends as a species. Uh, that's true. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, you know, working in biofuels, uh, uh, people joke about algae all the time. They're just like, "Oh yeah, algae. Sure, I'm, that's that's definitely a solution." <laughs> sometimes it is sometimes it's not there was there was a time when i remember i first started working and i was sitting in an interview and like two guys who'd worked for a long time just were saying like oh well bubble it through algae i'm sure that's the solution and then like as a joke they were just like oh yeah sure bubble it through algae right 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 and uh i don't know people just yeah trends people love trends yeah people mm-hmm. yeah yeah something gets popular and then everything about that gets discovered and they're like well this seems to have some drawbacks i quit <laughs> <laughs> This actually, this is interesting. We were talking about this the other day, uh, not uh, on a recording, and um, about the idea that uh, a lot of things only have positive reinforcements. And I feel like uh, this is what a lot of trends are, right? Is that like you only ever see the the story that stands out, which is like, oh, someone made a lot of money on this, or Greg survived on this, or something. And uh, and so everything just bubbles up until some you know catastrophe happens, or some other trend emerges, or I don't know. I guess there's lots of ways bubbles burst, but. Yeah. Interesting. Well, speaking of bursting bubbles, um, that uh, one of the trends going on, as we know, in the late 1800s, uh, looks like this ginger ale was 1851, um, was to, yeah, make like little fizzy drinks, you know, so you extract a bunch of herbs and stuff, and then you mix that in with a fizzy drink, because that's tasty to drink, I guess. Um, And it seems like basically that's why it was made, uh, but then it also became just tasty. and it had a, uh, it was sweeter than the current, what we think of as like dry ginger ale and uh, had a stronger ginger spice flavor. And then otherwise was, it looks like ginger, this is called golden ginger ale and ginger beer is the same thing, but with some beer in it, I guess, or some alcohol. Did you follow that? Ginger beer? Ginger beer, according to Wikipedia's strict definition. 
Ginger yeah. beer is actually fermented, whereas um, ginger ale is just, here's some water and let's throw some stuff in it and carbonate it. There you go. Okay. But ginger beer is ginger flavored. Yeah. Yes, it is. It has like actual ginger in it mm. and is fermented and stewed. Well, so this is this is what we were basically when ginger ale was invented. It was like a non-alcoholic version of that, I guess. This golden ginger ale. And it tasted a lot like that. Oh. And then in 1904, apparently this had gotten uh, all the way across this grand ocean of ours, uh, the Atlantic. We're disregarding the other oceans. And um, this Canadian pharmacist named John McLaughlin. It's a good name. Uh, decided he had a soda water bottling plant. And I guess was just looking for stuff to do with it. So he was figuring out extracts to put in there and was like, yeah, let's do ginger. And he made what we think of as, uh, and what actually became uh, Canada Dry Ginger Ale. It's originally called Pale Dry Ginger Ale. It got some kind of thing from the Governor General of Canada. I don't know how Canadian businesses work, but it, they got some recognition, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I don't either, but... No, I appreciate. I appreciate that you cough for that. <laughs> I just know I don't. I don't understand what was going on around the turn of the century. Where is there some sort of appointment by like the governor general? As I don't know. At any rate, they decided to just call it Canada Dry. They were like, "All right, so cool. We're the Canadian version of this," and uh, that's what we think of as, or at least what I think of as ginger ale now, like the thing you'd buy in like a soda bottle. Um, yeah, have it's on a plane. It's kind of crazy that this this thing that um, is like arguably a major contributor to one of the greatest epidemics that the U S and a lot of other countries are facing obesity. Mm -hmm. Um, and so does a huge contributor to that. And it started out as like this, like health thing. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Pretty, pretty comical. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's a lot of that. We can come back around to this all the time, right? It's just like, nobody knows what we're doing with health. We're just guessing. And also, a lot of things that are good for you are bad for you at a certain point, right? Do you think it would be frustrating for you to work in medicine? Oh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. You think you? What, what about you? Do you think you could do it? Mm, what kind of medicine? I don't know. Optometry. Uh, I don't know. I think I could get behind optometry. I think I would be a great like, um, village optometrist oh so you're picturing yourself in like medieval times like being the person people come to no not no 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 just like a small town just like oh. yeah why would they they couldn't just i don't know there's only one optometrist that's it this is yeah, this is this is the sort of town that has like one of everything like it's not just well we've got a butcher baker candlestick maker it's like well we got the candlestick maker but also a cooper and also um there's a guy who makes shoes but there's also a guy who makes like nice shoes and then there's i don't know what else this this, this town has literally one of everything but there's also like weird combos like right <laughs> like a like a mom and pop version like of a combination pizza hut taco bell mm -hmm. you know what i mean <laughs> Sure, you go down to the um, embosser slash uh, slash notarizer. Notarizer. Well, that's really that's actually synergy right there. It, but it's 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 a synergy, but it's like it's weird that it's at the same place. Is it though? Like I would not go to. There's have people to... doing very different things. Catherine, I have not had right? uh, something notarized in a long time. But you didn't. You don't have to go to two different locations, do you, to do that? Okay, he's going to no. sign it, but then you need to emboss it. Is that cool? 
No, no, no. I'm saying that like there's people who are coming in for embossing and there's people that coming that are coming in for notarizing, but the notarizer and the embosserist are married and they just want to work in the same place. And there's only one of them. So it's just like this weird combination Pizza Hut Taco Bell, but for paper accoutrements. Uh, gotcha. I, I guess I was just thinking that typically when you get something notarized, don't they have to, they, they have a little like stamp that like puts a raised seal on it. Uh, and I was thinking that of, of that as embossing. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's how they met. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that's a cute meat cute. Isn't that a cute meat cute? Yeah. Oh, uh, if they were butchers, it could have been a cute meat cute meat. Cute meat cute. Yep. There it is. <laughs> good work uh anyway um i don't know what do you think how do you compare a ginger beer or say a a golden ginger ale so like one of the sweeter stronger ones with a like a canada dry sort of lighter uh type ginger ale which which do you prefer uh i think i prefer the stronger yeah that's kind of where i'm at too yeah i I I don't know if i really like the sweeter though if i i just I really like ginger, I think, is where I'm at on this. Yeah. No, I agree with you there. And I think the sweeter is just to make it so it doesn't actually hurt. Like, it's just more. More of everything. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Why, why? I really do think ginger ale is a wimp drink. Oh, it feels... But, uh, I don't know. But you drink it in the airplane all the time. Yeah, why? Because you're weak. Not you specifically, <laughs> but because it is a weak time for us. It's You're feeling nauseous, right? And you're like, oh, I should get some ginger ale. Soothe my stomach. Do you feel like ginger ale has ever helped your stomach be soothed? Oh, maybe. I mean, I guess I always thought of it as a placebo effect. There is some 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 very mild evidence. Remember, uh, people who practice medicine uh, know very little about how the human body works. Um, Whoa, but, I feel like right. you're throwing some real shade real and I don't want to I don't want that blowback. Okay. I don't mean specific people. I just mean like, man, we've learned a lot. People. <laughs> oh, Dr. Johnson. Mm, sick of that guy. Um, no, we, 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 listen, we've learned an awful lot in uh, the past 20 years, maybe 100 years. Um, but boy, it's sure complicated. And uh, I think as, as lay people, we have a tendency to believe like, well, the doctor will just figure it out. But like, man, they're working with the same stuff we have. They've just like gone to more school. Like, it's not like they just know how to like magically change a stomach. Um, I mean, maybe a surgeon but would, but that's a different kind of changing. It's true. Anywho, there's some light evidence that ginger has a, a mechanism in it that helps to soothe the stomach. Um and this paper I'm looking at kind of speculates, but doesn't really come up with anything specific. And then I can just also imagine the fizziness helps. So I don't know. I can't imagine there's enough ginger and ginger ale to actually make a difference, though. Yeah, this is what I'm realizing now. It's got to be a placebo effect. And there's so much sugar. I really feel like, I don't know, if it's between Sprite and 7-Up for, like, stomach settling, I always go for, or not Sprite. Up, excuse me club soda <laughs> and like sierra mist let's say okay. yeah okay <laughs> uh, i always go with the club soda because i really feel like the sugar isn't helping anything yeah i don't know i mean i guess it depends how you respond to sugar i have a friend who likes when his stomach's upset he likes to eat ice cream which is crazy to me because it just sounds very unsettling okay what well Girl. you know anyway. some people some people just prefer the comfort you know and maybe that's it in fact uh, I don't know. yeah Maybe his stomach gets upset when he wants ice cream. Yeah. 
<laughs> they go hand in hand. Oh, boy. All right. Well, let's uh, come up with some of our own cures when we come back in a moment on Encyclopedia Brunch. on Encyclopedia Brunch. Catherine, how's your nose? Sorry, everybody. (laughs) For the listener at home, my nose is a little stuffy. (laughs) It happens. It happens to the best of us. Try some ginger ale. Hey, you know what might help? In Japan, they sell a hot ginger ale, which is crazy and horrible sounding. I don't know. I could get into that. No way, dude. No way. No, 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 no. It's it's just lemon and ginger tea. No, except it's also carbonated. Oh, gross. How do you even, girl? Yeah, right? No. What? It also has no a hint of apple and cinnamon flavors. Is it like under pressure or something? Oh, I guess it must be. <laughs> yeah, it's carbonated. Man, that just sounds so terrible. Like, Isn't there like a straw with a valve, but like a little tiny boiler? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, they carbonate cold stuff too. There's no reason it can't be carbonated hot. It's not boiling. Uh, yeah, there is. There is a big reason. Carbon dioxide is more soluble in colder liquids than in hot liquids. Oh, fair point. But, you know, it still can be fizzy. It this is will... why when you buy a soda stream, it says put the um, bottle in the refrigerator before you use it. Oh, that makes sense. Huh. On science facts. You have applying a soda to your luxury kitchen appliances. Well, yeah, I mean, I feel like all luxury kitchen appliances are fun science facts in action, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're real. They're they're real proud of themselves for it. Mm-hmm. Look, we're <laughs> scientists adjacent. Oh, look at us! Ooh, we have some claim to legitimacy, kind of. Nerd culture is very in right now, so we're going to glom onto that. Uh, I mean, I think we shouldn't be so so hard on them because they're just working with the same stuff we are. Like they have all the same information we are. Um, just maybe. I don't know. They're probably the same amount of classes. So uh, it's all just trends and forces. Are you talking about the soda stream people? Theory of history. Yeah, I'm talking about the soda stream people. Okay. They're, you, they're saying you're, they're just like us. They're, I'm saying that they're they're just like us because we're not that great. I oh, I <laughs> Harsh. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't know. We're not that great. I don't know. We might be kind of great. It's hard to tell from here. That's the thing. It's, I can't tell. Listener, yeah. what do you... Th- I'm way too close Don't to the, the metal on this. Yeah, please. We do not need that. <laughs> the one time we will not be asking for emails. <laughs> oh, gosh. I don't know. Uh, ginger ale. Have you ever... What do you think of ginger ale as like a sort of like non-alcoholic fill-in for champagne? When it's like, eh, the kids should have something too to cheers. Oh, sure. Yeah. I feel like this is something that was used on me. Like, I feel like I was a part of this culture right. as a child. Because, well, cheersing you? is fun. Um, yeah, a little. I mean, I think we tended to go sparkling cider instead, which is another non-alcoholic. Oh, sure. Thing. Like, that's like the quintessential non-alcoholic. Yeah. Well, because it's in the fancy bottle, which, as we know about alcohols, is that uh, the packaging is, is also part of what they sell you. Um, so while Crown Royal comes in that weird purple velvet bag. Yeah. Hmm. 
And so the thing I feel like these these alcoholic replacement drinks, if I if I were someone who had stopped drinking, mm-hmm. I would be like, I don't, I don't know. I just feel like this is just rubbing it in my face that I don't drink anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, think, I think I'd be a little bit. Uh, I don't know. I'd, I'd keep those at, at arm's length. Yeah, no, this is my feeling, too. It's like, this is why I say ginger ale is the whips drink. Uh, not because I really think it is, like, a, you know, wimpy to, to drink that instead of alcohol or cola or whatever. Um <laughs> But because it always seems to be replacing something. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's the second string of sodas. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't know. Is it, is it more poorly branded? or I don't, The thing is about, like, Canada Dry is they just, like, lock that down. They're just like, yeah, okay, this is the drink we're claiming. We only get to claim one. We we understand we're right. not going to be a Coca-Cola. Um, this is the one that's left. Yeah. Oh, we got here Somebody late. Somebody already got root beer. Somebody already got cola. Mm-hmm. Um... Cream soda was taken. Sure. Oh, whatever happened to cream soda? We all gave up yeah. on that one. I think I think it's uh, that is a much sweeter drink than you remember, and that is why children like it and adults don't necessarily like it. It's, it's so gross. It's so yeah. gross. Um, Grape soda. I don't know. Sprite. Orange soda, all taken. Um, sure. I'm sure there was some sort of. I'm sure Yield Sierra Mist was in business. <laughs> It was called uh, Appalachian Mist at that time. We hadn't uh, realized Manifest Destiny yet. Appalachian Fog, sure. Appalachian yeah. Fog. Uh, uh, and then they, they take ginger ale and then Mountain Dew comes along and they're like, frick, man. Jeez. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's that's Canada's fault for not uh, being more creative with their branding. <laughs> Can you imagine like a ginger ale code red? Uh, yeah, I can, but I don't know, food wizards. <laughs> Poof. Food wizards have, have really made a lot of things possible, and I think we should respect that. Yeah, I th- you're really on the side of the uh, uh, science-adjacent product development people these days. <laughs> or the wizards, as we call I- I'm them. Hoping, I'm hoping they'll hire me. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. I got some great ideas. How about some buffalo wing-flavored Skittles? Uh, oh, boy um we, <laughs> we'll, we'll keep your resume on file for sure uh you never know That's when the, the reaction i'm looking for <laughs> uh yeah there's a certain because mix think of think about it that is the reaction that we all have when we <laughs> saw that wheat thins was making buffalo wing flavored and we're like oh boy uh but they're so popular <laughs> everyone's buying them there was a hidden need for it i don't know what where are your statistics coming from Everyone I know uh, has bought so much buffalo wheat thins. I don't know. Me and then I convinced a few other people that they're great. <laughs> Again, I feel like you're just pandering to the, the food wizards. I think I think I'm really susceptible to food wizardry. Mm. Yeah, well that's one of your weaknesses on your character sheet for sure. <laughs> Minus three to food wizard resistance. Oh, it's so true. Let me roll to not buy these Tapatio flavored chips. Oh, damn it. I have to buy them. <laughs> yeah, well, you never should have rolled a uh, an anxiety paladin with a uh, food alignment. <laughs> <laughs> never should have. Uh, well, that's what you do. You got to play the play the game you you came out with, right? <laughs> the grocery store of the mall walk gets you every time. <laughs> All right. Well, let's keep playing that game. And uh, until then, we'll come back. Let's see. What do you think? Maybe next week? Sure. Yeah, let's let's do that. Okay. You're available? 
no, I'll, I'll pencil you in. Okay. For sure. Are you available? I think so. I anyway, know, I think Catherine you might be trying to like, put this on me. All right, Tim Dobbs over here. Bye.